Blog Talk Radio. Radio, Jamie Joshua Live, again here on a Sunday night. Um, I knew when I started doing this show <laughs> that I was going to come into some problems and some technical issues and some difficulties as far as booking my guests and stuff. So I have a – now I have to do 30 minutes live here <laughs> on the air live, and I have no guest because um, earlier this week I booked the guest – for the show, this week's show, and he said he wanted to do it, and he said he was going to do it, but uh, even my last-minute attempts to get a hold of him five minutes ago was not able to get a hold of him, so I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that he calls in and we can do this because he's highly entertaining, and the show will be good <laughs> if he doesn't call in the next few minutes. I don't know what I'm going to do. This show is going to be a train wreck. It's going to be a disaster. It's going to be me basically uh, suffering (laughs) through the next half hour of my life. But anyway, if you want to uh, call in, the number to call is 718-664-6482. But I'm just going to try to figure out again what, what in the blue hell is going on here with this guy and see if I can get my guests on. So till till then, <laughs> I don't know, I'll, I'll just uh, stall here. Let's listen to a song off the new Smile Empty Soul album. No. 
got a smile at your soul right there. Yeah, smile at your soul right there with the song Real off the new album Chemicals. You can get that on iTunes, Amazon, whatever, wherever. I am freaking out right now because I'm supposed to have a guest this week and I have not been able to get a hold of them. So now I just got to ramble on and on on this live radio show and I knew, again, that something like this could happen. The uh, technical difficulties, as they say. Anyway, I want to thank my guest, Zach Flair, for coming on last week. Very well-spoken, awesome guest. And then it, there I was. I was I sucked. <laughs> I was trying to interview the guy. And yeah, I was disappointed with the show last week and my performance. So here I am this week all ready to go and ready to kick ass. And now I don't have a guest. So, again, uh, I guess I could just sit here and wait for someone to call in. The number to call in is 718-664-6482. I can sing. I, I can just sing until somebody calls me here live on the air. I got some Bon Jovi in my arsenal. <laughs> I could break out right now. It was like, it's my life. It's now or never. And I ain't gonna live forever. You see, I could do all that. I I could torture you with my Kings of Leon. I could do that. This somebody, somebody. I could even go into my Tommy Lee stuff. Because trust me, a lot of people don't know. Drummer of Motley Crue, Tommy Lee, made some solo albums. <laughs> like a snake, share my skin, leave my path where I build. Can you feel what I feel? Like, I could do that for the next half hour, and and you would have to listen to it. You would have to <laughs> fall victim to that. Or I could just talk about some stuff, like... Uh, Last week on the show, I was talking about the legalization of marijuana, if that ever were to come to Ohio, and I didn't really get the chance to expound on that and really say why I thought it would actually be bad. And a lot of people disagree with this, and mainly people that smoke weed that disagree with this. <laughs> and, you know, I ain't hating, you know, I, I understand that. But uh, the, the simple fact is, is that you know, if you ever were to walk into a Buffalo Wild Wings and, and you know, everyone's smoking weed in there, it, it, it's a thing where, you know, your kids, you know, you want you want to you want to protect your kids. You you being a father now and having a kid, that there's a whole <laughs> another side of things that I've I've been introduced to that I I never had before. Yeah, anyone that knows me knows that I make some really obscene videos. You know, I'm the god of YouTube, and now I'm sick of doing YouTube videos. So now I'm trying to do this online radio show, and my guest won't even call in. <laughs> but yeah, there was a night. I'll go ahead and share this story because I know that my son and my baby mama won't be listening to the show, so they have no idea. I'm the, but yeah, um, there was a night. If, if if you're a fan of mine, if you've watched my Facebook show or you know subscribe to my YouTube channel, 
There's a certain video I have on there. It's called One Nine Hundred Snake for You. I don't know. I I I've had the idea of uh, making a video about like a like one of those commercials that would come on late at night, <laughs> but not for the usual you know call in and have phone sex kind of thing. But this is you know you know are people just not doing it for you anymore? Call One Nine Hundred Snake for You, and it, it was about snake porn. And, and, and you know, just stupid, but whatever idea I have, I just go ahead and make it, you know, I make my friends laugh and everything. But yeah, this video to where uh, my son was at my house, and he just got on YouTube, you know, he was listening to Slow Rider Whistle, you know, Blow My Whistle Baby, you know, that, that one. <laughs> but uh, I saw him click, uh, you know. I didn't realize that, you know, you go to YouTube on my computer and then obviously signed into my account. So I saw him about to click on the one nine hundred snake for you video and I had to jump up and stop him. I was about to have a heart attack. I was like, Oh my god <laughs> No, listen, I watch that one that's not a good video. Uh let's watch this wanna be riding a mechanical bull to fair. <laughs> so, so yeah, like having having a kid and having to walk that, you know, line of what, you know, what you want to try to shelter them from. And, you know, <laughs> me, I have so much stuff that is just not, he should never see it. You know, I really should delete just everything I've ever done and just start over and become a new person. You know, I realized that like two years ago that that's what I should do now. You know, I've gone to this new, you know, time in my life where, you know, yeah, I have him in my life now. And, you know, he's 12 now and, you know, he watches Family Guy, but his mom got mad at me because I played an episode of Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I'm like, Beavis and Butthead, I think, is pretty tame compared to Family Guy. But I don't know. Uh, if you're a parent, if you if you know what I'm talking about, uh, if you could somehow save me, because if you can tell I'm suffering here, because I'm my guest, call in 718-664-6482. Right now, I'm going to take another break. I'm going to try to compose myself and, and get my stuff together. Because, you know, I'm trying not to swear as much either, so I'll say stuff instead of shit. I'm trying to get my stuff together. And, uh, let's check out this song. This is from the album Diaries of Darkness from Saber Soul and The Low. This is Deadly Combo right here on Dave Joshua Live. Press the record again, the legendary one tortured a forgerin, torturing, feed you impediments as a morphian. And save your soul, call me Dr. Kavorkian. Grab you by your chest and fold you like an accordion. You don't want to war with him, or battle with me neither. The street sweeper that'll put you in a deep freezer, carrying meat cleavers, heritage heat seekers, burying beef features. Arrogant beast creatures, the two headed dragon, dragging him a box of in, stabbed him in the abdomen, and suffocated oxygen, vaporizing oxygen, slaves to what a Toxicants. Got no doctor rim for pointing a knife at the occupants. Demand the documents. This higher reach of darkness is a higher breed of dying fire breathing narcissists. To verbal arsonists. And we target with a work of arsenic to show you what catharsis is. To MCs. Superior rap intelligence. Superior rap intelligence, crap, master, fellas I was born in hell, 
built in the furnace, burning your tourniquet, cursing your church service, but curse the verses are permanent. Deliver rough sentences, is harsher than water murder gets. Server attacking the track data from when the servers hit. Musically merciless, Mozart's a mastery. Compose the strategies of apathy to crack your teeth, calculate catastrophe, shattering gravity. Musical masterpiece, the magistrate for majesty. Imagine us enacting a violent interaction. The altar's been scrapped, and you're a featured attraction. Leave you wet with a fraction. My pistols are passes. Now, can you fathom this ravenous craft of madness? Free falling to blackness. Grasping at a burning wall. Fighting it down to a certainty of a Newton's law. Negative energy. Hostilates inside your skull. Circular saw for your jaw is a curtain call. Superior rap intelligence. Your rap intelligence, craft master, fellas, hurt the perfect equation of turbulence to let the serpent in. Some murmurative learning, burning you versions, I'm impervious. Merchants of murder, nervously serve versus imburbious. Perseus with the head of Medusa, musically merciless. Murderous circuitry certainly surge, heat like mercury. Verbal delivery of hyperboles, no uncertainties. I was surgically hurdle when virtue systems, eternal, infernal, who serve urine. The rapper's faces like urinal. Menacing, mentalist, pestilent rhythms of infamous, sicker than syphilis. Script in the infinite wickedness. And intricate depictions, I'm sickened with images Vivid as visions of demented inventions and sentences My intentions are symbols of a personified lyricist Miraculous, serious, ineffective, serial, spiritual Fear inhibits your wickedness, trick and sick, it's ridiculous Ripping shit, ever cunning, a linguist, rocking, conspicuous Cause this is it Yeah, save your soul on the low Deadly combo right there On Jamie Joshua Live on Block Talk Radio Yeah, and if you want to, uh you want your music featured on this show, then uh, here's how you go about doing that. Um, you just make some really good shit, and then I eventually get it and hear it, and then I play it because you're a smile empty soul or you're a save your soul to low caliber artist, and it's just something that I want to play on here. So basically, um, you pretty much have a snowball's chance in hell of getting your music played on here because it has to be really good or something. Anyway... Uh, since I still, I'm, I got 13 minutes left and I still, my guest I was supposed to have on this week has still yet to contact me in any way, shape or form. So this is definitely a, a train wreck, but hell, this is just my third show. You know, I could deal with that. I know it's going to take a long time until this becomes a well-oiled machine. So I'm just going to basically ramble here for the next, until, until I go off the air. Um, one thing I want to talk about, though, is the fact that this week I was like a whole different person. I was not drinking this week. I drank like like two tall cans one night and then like a six-pack last night. But that, this is the, the most sober I've ever been in my life <laughs> since before I started drinking. Because normally I drink five nights a week, you know, right after work every night, and then on a day off I'll have margaritas or something. So, yeah, uh, I realized, like, while being this, uh, you know, guy <laughs> that wasn't drinking this week, um, there's definitely things that to where I'd noticed were different about me. Like, uh, I would wake up in the morning and I would just jump out of bed. <laughs> like, I had so much energy because I, I was coming home from work and eating, you know, instead of coming home from work and just drinking 
And, you know, I should have realized that a long time ago. Of course, you know, if I'm just drinking and not eating as much as I should, then, you know, of course I'm going to feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> but uh, it never, you know, it just never connected to me that that's what was going on. I just thought I was getting old, you know. I just thought there was no hope for me. You know, I thought I was just becoming a, out of shape and, and stuff. But it really is, you know. Again, to go back to weed or, you know, whatever you're, whatever you're doing, you know, it has these negative impacts on your body that, you know, you can't deny as much as you want to justify them because you want to keep doing something. Anyway, so as I'm, as I'm realizing this, you know, and, uh, you know, I've always known that I drink because, you know, I don't like taking pills. Uh, you know, I don't like, you know, doing things like that because, you know, I'll just drink a beer and get rid of whatever aches and pains I have from, you know, not at work and, you know, I'm not going to become a pill popper or nothing like this. <laughs> so I realized, like, I'll do it for that reason. I'll do it out of boredom. But then also, this week I realized that it's also a coping mechanism that I'll use. Coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, I'll I'll drink because... You know, it's just a coping mechanism, like like something that I do to, you know, try to uh, escape and, you know, whatever whatever's bothering me. Like if someone's pissing me off, like you know, someone's calling my phone, I don't want to answer it, and it's just upsetting me. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go get a beer first and then call them back. <laughs> Not gonna get into specifics as to who made me feel that way <laughs> this past week, but yeah, that, that's that's a, that's the main reason I'll I'll drink and stuff and do that, but, you know, as much as I love to drink, love to go have margaritas, love just, you know, get a case with the low and just extra large and sit there and drink, you know, and do our thing, it's like, uh, there's obviously also negative things that come from this, like, it's like, uh, I guess you could say the real truth comes out <laughs> when you're drinking, but it's like things you normally wouldn't say to people if you are in communication with them and have a way to say things to them, then you would go ahead and say them because you are wasted. You are, you are drunk and it takes away the filter. Like, uh, like <laughs> you go ahead and say things. Now, uh, that's what I, what I'm thinking, you know, cause I've ended up saying a lot of stuff writing people on Facebook, texting people, things that I, I would never say. And I'd be like, you know, I wake up the next day and I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe that I just said that or did that. And I don't know if people sending pictures that are a dick or whatever people because <laughs> they're drunk. Like, I'm not saying I have. <laughs> but, you know, at some point over the years. <laughs> but, you know, and, and it's, it's these things where you just wake up and you cringe and, you know, but at the same time, you know, every time when I wake up and I, I look at that, like maybe, yeah, I did get into something with someone on there when I was drinking. But I can pretty much stand by what I said, you know, because it's, it's the truth. And it's, it's like, you know, just the liquid courage has given me that truth to actually say it. And, you know, you know I never want to piss people off. I'm the kind of guy that makes people want to laugh and, you know, anyone around me. You know, for any period of time, you know that, you know, you know, I'm just a goofy, silly person. I'm not some, you know, asshole, like I'm not crazy or anything like this. But uh, something like this really, uh, <laughs> again, I already said the story about Drew and 
about to watch my snake porn video earlier, so I might as well go ahead and say this, since I don't have a guest, and I, I wasn't planning on talking about this on James Joshua Live tonight by any means, but I might as well go ahead and say that Thanksgiving this year, <laughs> something happened with me, and you know, only my family members or people that are close to me know but uh, this was kind of something that was alcohol-related. I thought that my cousin's boyfriend was kind of blowing me off on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I came, uh, ended up on Facebook later at night and sent a message to my cousin. And she, was, I was like, yeah, he really blew me off there. And she was like, well, you know, he probably just didn't see you or something, you know. And I was like, no, he's definitely not it, you know. And she was like, well, he just doesn't like coming to things like this, you know. And I was like, well, then he shouldn't come. And again, like all these feelings that I had were coming out, but just because I'd been drinking. Like these are things that I just wouldn't – I wouldn't even be doing that, you know. Like when I'm not drinking, I'm just watching TV or something. <laughs> but, yeah, my my real emotions and stuff were coming out as I was drinking uh, during the holidays here. And, and I could not spend Christmas with my family because of it. I was pretty much outcasted from the family kind of by choice because I was, I was in protest of the fact that they were going to go ahead and do Christmas on a day like a week before Christmas where our family traditionally does it on Christmas Eve. And I haven't been able to come to Christmas Eve in like three years as, you know, I was working. So I was excited about this year and actually being able to go. So I guess that's why it kind of was like a kick in the nuts to me, that the fact that I wasn't going to be able to do it. <laughs> but the entertainment factor of this is the fact that I was like, I am not hard at all. Like I cannot kick ass on anyone. But yeah, I was still there like that night. Like, yeah, tell that motherfucker to come on Christmas on BSS. <laughs> when this, you know, a month before, I was, I was like happy that he was back with my cousin and part of the family. So I don't know where, you know, you have to take each individual thing that you do when you're drunk or something and just put it into perspective. You know, if that really is the truth or not? Because, you know, there's, there's times when, you know, you could be drunk and end up, you know, sleeping with someone that, is is not someone that you would ever sleep with. So that's another thing that makes me question if if it really is the truth that's coming out when you're drunk and stuff. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and talk about one more thing here before I hit the end episode on this week's Jamie Joshua Live. Uh, next week, uh, hopefully starts a new era for the show because I have my friend Danny, the DRC, booked as my guest, and we're going to talk about pro wrestling. You know, right now is the time to be a pro wrestling fan, and we've been in fans our lives, you know. We've gone to wrestling and stuff over the years. Like, So I'm going to have him as my guest, and I'm pretty sure that he's not going to ditch me or not be on the show <laughs> like what's happening right now. The guest I'm supposed to have right now. But Anyway, so that'll be next week. So if you're a fan of pro wrestling, tune in next week. I know some people on my Facebook are because I talked to them. So that's what's going to be next week. And just wanted to say something real quick about Facebook before I go. I'll leave you with this, you know, piece of thought of Jamie Brain. <laughs> I... Do not view Facebook as being the real world. Now, what I mean by that 
is this. <laughs> and again, now Jamie Joshua Live has become a venue for me to spew my propaganda <laughs> amongst everybody since I don't have a guest. But I don't view Facebook as the real world. Nobody has 5,000 friends in real life. One. Secondly, like, like you know, I deleted mine down to 100 people like two years ago. Like, just because I don't like reading stuff from people I don't care about. But mainly, the thing is, you know, most people have their, you know, friends. You know, yeah, I'm not doubting that anybody, you know, anybody you have on Facebook and stuff like this, like, aren't people you know. You know, mine's littered with people I used to work with, people I know, people I see, like, once every six months. But uh, it's only partially the real world to me because all of us do it. All of us will talk to people that we've seen one time or it's just a friend of one of our friends, and, and we just keep on talking to them. And, and it's like doing things like I had a whole beef war this thing with this rapper Jay Tay <laughs> that uh, was uh, quite profitable for me because it got some of the highest views I've ever got for something I ever did on YouTube. But you know, like like – I've never had a conversation with him in real life. Like, I've been standing right next to him as, you know, Sucky Hawk was on stage there at the fucking lint bar. But, you know, we've never exchanged words in real life, but but we did on Facebook. And, you know, this is a different example of this to where it gets kind of weird and creepy, but, you know, we all do it. But uh, Facebook is not the real world. Like, and I don't treat it as such. Like, when I'm on Facebook, it's for entertainment purposes only most of, like, a Sometimes in some situations, and and you know if it is someone that you actually know or, or you're dealing with or you're seeing, then that's different. But to me, you know, when people get upset with me or think that you know I'm an asshole for different things I did, well, you know, it's because I don't see Facebook as the real world. There's there's people that you know if you're a person that I actually know and see, then yeah, clearly. But if you know. You know, if you're if you're not, you know, nobody has. You know, how do you manage to get 500 or 5,000 people into your daily life that you do things with? Like, I'd like to see that. <laughs> like, if you really stand by that, then uh, I'd like to hear from you. Call in next week on the show and tell me how that's something that's possible. And people that live for you know the likes and everything. Here's the last thing I'm gonna say is a. Uh, you can uh, if you get you know ten likes, twenty likes, hundred likes, whatever. Just take your actual number of friends that you have on there, <laughs> subtract the number of likes that you got, and yeah, you will feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> because by percentage, even though I may only get five likes on something, that is actually reaching more of the people that I have on there than what you reach when you think that you're something real special or, <laughs> or something like this, well, uh, yeah, just just think about that, you know, <laughs> before you really, you know, want to try to call me out. Yeah, anybody can call in to my show and say anything they want, but nobody did tonight. But, yeah, I'm going to really promote the show and try to get some people calling in that disagree with things I say. And if you want to call in and diss me for something I say, um, I have no problem. My life is an open book. I've been talking about it tonight. And just know if you want to call in and diss me, I'm going to fire right back. So, and that, 
you know, maybe that's why nobody's calling in right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's Jamie Joshua Live. Uh, I'm going to be scorching the guy I was supposed to have as a guest tonight now because he didn't come on. But anyway, another live show. Feel good about it. Uh,